If you want to contact me, or if you want me to read something, or even if you just have any questions about myself or the book, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. Hello, and welcome back to my podcast. Today we're reading the last chapter, chapter 33, of Wings of Fire, The Hidden Kingdom. All around the arboratorium, Raiming started screaming. <clears throat> King Azu collapsed in a ball of scales that went instantly white with pain, except for the three spots where black venom was eating through her wings. Glory rushed to her side and found Grandeur opposite her, grabbing King Azu's talons. Grandeur's face was horrified. Help her! Glory yelled. She remembered what Jambu had told her about how her relative venom would co- counteract her, your own. Who's related to you? Get them over here! I don't know, Grandeur said hopelessly. I haven't had eggs in decades. I haven't tried matching venom with anyone in so long. I don't think there's anyone related to me anymore. That's insane, Gloria shouted. Why can't you guys keep track of, why can't you dragons keep track of things? You must have dragonets at some point. They must have had dragonets too. Maybe, but no one has, Kinkajou shrieked a wail, a high wailing sound of agony. Start trying, Gloria cried. Try everyone, try me. She grabbed at the she grabbed the easel and spat a messy puddle of venom on the corner. The wood hissed and metal and melted as if it were burning from the inside. Grandeur didn't hesitate. She sprayed her venom right on top of Glory's, and the melting stopped. Glory didn't have time for the shocked expression on Grandeur's face. She couldn't risk trying to aim neatly for the three same three spots Grandeur's venom had hit King Oju. She might end up causing far more damage. Quickly, she ripped three leaves off the vine below her, ripped them and dipped them into the puddle of her own venom, and stuck them on the on King Gaju's wounds. The sizzling sound faded, and the black acid stopped spreading. "You're all right. You're going to be all right," Glory said to King Gaju, lifting the dragon's head in her talons. She realized the little dragon it had fainted. Also, Grandeur was staring at her as if sloths were parading out of Glory's ears. "What?" Glory said. <clears throat> so I'm your granddaughter or grandniece or something? It's not like anyone around here really cares, right? I do, said Grandeur, because it means that you're the descent that you're descended from the original line of Raymond Queens. And so my and so I'm not the last one worthy of the throne after all. Gloria blinked at her. I didn't think anyone cared about royal blood here. Nobody but me, said Grandeur. We used to keep the we used to keep track of the royal eggs, but my daughters were useless, so we merged our eggs with the tribes, hoping to find a successor who were queens in spirit, if not in blood. There were a few who might have been great if they'd ever tried for the throne, but the truth is, I've never found a dragonet who both wanted to be queen and deserved to, to be until now. She stood up and faced Magnificent like an enormous storm cloud. I forfeit. King Gaju wins. What? Magnificent shrieked. Did you hear that? Glory said to King Kaju, you won. The dragonette's eyes flooded open, and she managed to smile. That is super cool, she whispered. Tarman came up behind them and slid her wing under King Kaju's head so Glory could stand up next to Grandeur. She felt dizzy with disbelief. It's my throne anyway, Grandeur said to Magnificent. I have merely tolerated all of you on it because I thought experience might transform you into worthy queens. She shot a disgusted look at dazzling, exquisite, and fruit bat. That theory turned out to be quite wrong. You don't know anything about this dragon, Magnificent complained. 
pointed to, pointing to Agloy. I know she'll be a better queen than you, said Grandeur. She gestured to the assembled tribe with a sweeping gesture. Behold, your new queen, Queen Glory of the Raywings. And they cheered. Glory stepped back, dazed at what looked like at what looked like the whole tribe rose into the air, beating their wings and singing out joyfully. The rainbow of different colors were swept away on the tide of sunflower gold excitement, and Glory thought to herself, Wow, I'm a queen, Queen Glory of the Rain Wings. That'll be my name in the history schools, not Glory the Mistake, or Glory the Lazy Rain Wing, or Glory who could have never been as good as some nameless Skywing who died six years ago. I'm responsible for all these dragons now. We can rescue the missing railings and make sure no more dragonets ever get lost again. Starfleet can teach them how to read and write. I'll protect them. I'll lead them. I'll make them us a tribe we can be proud of. Glory, the queen who chose her own destiny, saved her subjects, and turned her tribe into the greatest dragons in all of Pyria. Speech! Jembu demanded, barreling into her. His scales were so a pink so vibrant it almost hurt her eyes to look at him. Don't you start. Luckily, no Luckily, no one would hear me over all this noise, Glory said with a wave at the jubilant subjects. She gave her brothers an affectionate shove, and he, wouldn't, he wound his tail round hers for a moment, and she didn't even mind. As he bounded off to assault someone else's eyes, she felt movement at her wings and turned, thinking it was King Gaju, but it was sunny. Sunbeams danced on her, golden, on her gold scales as the little sandwing beamed at her. You did it, she said. Not by myself, said Glory. I need these dragons to make it happen. I needed these dragons to make it happen. She spread her wings to encompass Jambu and Mangrove, but they were bouncing around in excitement. Tarman was hugging Kinkaju, and even the wounded dragon was Dragonette was a pale pink with joy. This is so unfair, Tsunami said, landing beside them. She sighed dramatically. This was supposed to be my story. Stupid sea wings already have a decent queen. Maybe you'll still be the seaweed queen one day, Glory said, and then I can give you tips on how to be majestic and brilliant. They grinned at each other. This just proves what I've always said, Tsunami observed. Who needs a prophecy to tell you how to make your awesome destiny? True, Glory said. Take that prophecy. You're not about me. Take that prophecy. You're not about me. Well, I'm not all about you either. Sunny fluttered her wings like a settling butterfly. We still need you, though, she said. You're still one of us, and no one will ever convince me otherwise. Glory brushed on his wings with hers, feeling a warmth that wasn't coming from the same wing scales. The first thing we have to do is rescue the rain wings from the night kingdom, she said, which means turning these dragons into an army as fast as possible. Tsunami, can you help with that? Yes, I can, Tsunami said, flexing her claws. Well, actually, Sunny said, I was thinking maybe there's another. The sound of branches thrashed overhead made Glory spin around. Clay came barreling through the trees, trailing broken twigs and resting loops of vines out of his way. He stared around wildly at the rejoicing rain wings and spotted Glory and crashed down in front of her. Clay, what is it? What's wrong? Sunny said. Horrible images popped up into Glory's head of her friends, her, of a nightwing army marching through the tunnel to invade the rainforest. It's Starflight, Clay said. He disappeared. He shot an anxious look at Glory, and she remembered the argument she'd had with Starfight the last time she'd seen him. Surely he hadn't... Glory, I'm sorry, said Clay, but I think he's gone to warn the Nightwings.